Will the Oculus Rift change the way you kill? And does the NSA have a direct line to your iPhone? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. I was wondering who that was. Yeah. And this is Todd Moore, and thanks for tuning in. I think this is show 121. 121, Tomo. Welcome back amongst the living. Thank you. I know you were a little under the weather, but... uh, I was. The tech world continues. Uh, We've got apps of the week and a bunch of new stories that we want to cover for you. So thank you for joining us. Uh, Let's jump right into it. Uh, What's your heavy hitter of the week, Todd? Your iPhone may spy on you. And as you know, I recently switched to Android. So I am in the clear, but all you suckers with your iPhones. Some interesting research came out by a forensic... (laughs) Examiner. We're all of a sudden suckers. Now that's from your <laughs> that's from your buddy Tomo. That's I'm still right. in uh, the iPhone world. What's uh, before we get to the security features? What is your overall take on? We're two weeks in. Maybe this is your mm-hmm. third week, if I'm not mistaken, on the Nexus Five and the Android platform. Are you still as in love as you were just about two weeks ago? Yes. Oh, look at that. You know what I really like about this phone? What's that? Well, for one, the the screen looks amazing. Yeah, look at this. Look at all the pixels. Got a, you got bigger real estate to deal look with. Look how big that screen it is. It looks beautiful from here. Yes. yes. You know what I really like about Android is the notification center. Ah. It's everything I want in when I had an iPhone. Like you swipe down and iPhone has that. Well, they have it now, but Android uses Android is just, this for a while. Android is so much better when it comes to app notifications. True. You just swipe down and it's almost like it's a queue of things I probably should look at. Ah, so it And they do a great job. Like email comes in, it'll summarize all the emails and I can go right to that app and read them. Facebook is someone posts on my wall, that'll be a little notification. I know iPhone has some of this stuff. Well, you get notifications on iPhone, yeah. Yeah, you do. What makes this better? I just I just like just it works cleaner? better. So here's the thing. When I first got the Android phone, mm-hmm. I was kind of upset that the badge numbers were no longer on the app. For example, on iPhone, when you're Facebook, you have something going on, you'll get a little badge, right? A little yes. green thing that says you have three things to look at. Yeah, check out the three things. Yes. Your email. You got five emails. I missed it at first, but really on iPhone, it drove me crazy because I'm always looking at those things like I have to go in and clear them. Well, you can churn off your notifications as well. I get that, but... It's kind of when I first jumped to Android, that was the feature I was missing. I was like, how do you know if I need to launch an app? Ah. And then I realized, oh, well, the notifications are really good. So when someone posts a new secret, like this is my only notification. Yes. Well, uh, some friend I know has shared a secret and I can just go into the oh, app and read it. let's read it. But if I don't want to, I can just swipe to the left and get rid of that one. It just works really easy. It's great. Okay. I'll, I'll buy into the notification center because I remember when I had my Moto X, I was excited about that as well. There's got to be, and I want to get to your story, but I have to ask you, there's got to be a feature you're still missing from your Apple uh, like uh, ecosphere where you, I, I was at your home maybe two weeks ago, a week and a half ago after we did Tech 411, and you mentioned that you love to push things to your Apple TV because that's what you have. Yeah. You know what? And a listener wrote in 
and gave me an app I can download that lets me do that. Really? I, I have not tested it, so oh, I'm not going to recommend it uh, today, okay. but it's in my queue of things. But apparently there is an app that will allow you to stream to your Apple TV. Do you find yourself paying more attention to the Android platform? And not to say that you didn't in the past, but I think it would it would make sense that if you're an Android guy now and you're developing, that's your core business, you now think of Android maybe before your Apple devices. Is that was that fair? Because you have an everyday encounter with Android mm -hmm. that Android may be at the top of your hit parade as far as like, okay, this update's coming out for white noise on Android. <laughs> I want to make sure that this works with these it's phones. It's funny you say that because that's exactly what I'm doing this week. But just because white noise on Android is going to be featured in two days. Okay. So I've been scrambling for the last couple of weeks to get out a big update. All of my beta testers out there on Google, uh, you're going to probably get an update tomorrow, and it's going to be all white noise. Android's getting this before the iPhone gets okay. it. Same with Compulsive being featured. I'm trying to roll out a huge update. So yeah, I, you might think, yeah, Android's getting pr priority, but at the same time, it has to do with being featured on the store. I still prefer the development tools of iOS over Android, and that is until Google can just crack that nut where I can write video games uh, seamlessly and debug it natively. Mm. I know they're coming out with Android Studio, but it doesn't do native debugging. I'm getting a little too technical here. No, uh, I love Let me just say There this. are some guys with their let pants break around their ankles right now. No, let me just break it down. The show's called Tech 411. I know, but we try to keep it entertaining, light, yeah, and, I, late. and I've got to, <laughs> no. sometimes I forget that. No, it's fine, man. But People want to know. So you're telling me if you're building a game, uh, Apple still makes it easier. Apple makes it a lot easier to develop with their tool set, and it's something that Google is addressing. Yeah. But uh, I got to be honest, they're not addressing it fast enough. Uh, the current tool set is Eclipse. They've come out with a new product. I hate Eclipse, by the way. They're coming out with a new IDE called Android Studio. Looks mm. fantastic based on IntelliJ. Everything about it, I like the look. I like the feel. But it doesn't do native yet. And that's what I need to write my video games. I need that native support. So just to summarize, I'm developing still for iPhone first because the tool set's so much better. But it's easy for me to go from that to Android once, you know, at that point. And I imagine it's made it easier for you to even picture and lay out how uh, one of your apps would work on an Android phone because you use it every day Yeah, now. And, and you're exactly right. So it's funny because... One of my developers does most of the work, if not all the work, on, on the Android side. Your Android and guy. He's my Android guy, Trey. He does all my Android stuff. And, and now that I have you know, an Android phone, I'm like running my own apps. I'm running white noise on it uh -huh. instead of my iPhone. And I'm like, hey, man. We got to fix this. Oh, this, this is the worst is, thing that could have is... happened to Trey. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like that mother effer. I'm like, yeah. I've been, I've been squeaking by all this time. <laughs> and now he's got a phone. He's figuring out what's wrong and what's yeah, right. Yeah, because I'm like, it's so much easier on the iPhone now that I don't have the iPhone with me at all time. I'm like, we got to get this fixed. So I like that. Yeah, I think you're going to see a little... all my apps get a little more polished and on the Android side. you've got such great QC as it is. It's just, it's different when the guy who built it and imagined it is using it. Because you're going to notice things that the common user just wouldn't wouldn't know yeah right yeah, yeah.
Very and cool. I'm going to be trying out all the different features. So ba- yeah, back to your story. Lot, I lot of work. Uh, I'm giving a lot of work to Trey. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put that. Out. Trey's not happy. He's working around the clock. That's interesting. But I don't even know if he listens to the podcast anymore. But thank you for your hard work, Trey. Good. So the security. Yeah. Situation. Let's get back to security. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in my former life, I did a little bit of this security type stuff. What would you? What would your title have been? I don't think we've addressed this in so many <clears> years. Yeah. Did you? Well, you you weren't a network security guy. No. You built software for network security. Yeah. That's pretty broad. I built, I built a product for network security. Okay. And that I mean, so when you're were building you a product that, developer. Uh, I was like the chief software architect, and then oh. I was See, head that of R and D. But you know, you have to know a little bit about security in order to build a product to help security professionals. So that's what I did for most of my career. Pretty cool. Was build a tool that that helped do network forensics. So this this story caught your eye. Yeah, it definitely caught my eye. Uh, researcher discovered and announced at the Hope, which is a hacker conference. Hope hackers, what is it? Hackers on planet Earth or something, something like that. Hope. Sounds like a reputable outfit. It's much better than, it's kind of like DEFCON for professionals, I guess you'd say. Okay. Uh, You know, DEFCON's a a hacker convention. Super famous. I used to go to and frequent a lot. But there were three things that uh, this guy discovered running on iPhones. One was this house arrest thing. Uh, He had no idea what that was, but it seemed to get access to your data. There was another uh, service called File Relay, and it pretty much does well, what it, what you would think it do and kind of relays files off of your device okay. and this is this is something that someone just discovered yeah okay yeah computer forensics professional uh, i don't have his name in front of me now I'll get a second but then the thing that really caught my eye was this pcap d support and we all know in network forensics pcap d is, is a network sniffer so they have the ability to capture packets so he released all this research and he said why do we need a packet sniffer running on 600 million personal iOS devices? That's a valid question. And, and his name is uh, Zidarsky. If I say, he's got, his name's got a lot of Z's in it, so okay. I probably got that wrong. Uh, Zidarsky or something like that. Let's call him Mr. Z. Mr. Z uh, asked that question. He dug into all this stuff. Uh, he says when the PCAP sniffer is running, when the network sniffer is running, there's no visual indication uh, given to you on the screen. That means remotely someone could capture your packets and see what you're doing. And packets on is basically the network. information. It's whatever. It's communications uh, that you send over the internet. What can you capture on your packet if you're texting someone? Yeah, I mean anything that uses your network connection, mm. whether it's your cell or your Wi-Fi. The that, numbers you're calling. Or is it simply just uh, information that you're browsing, like your browsing history? Usually, I mean, it's all your network communication. So anything that's using your data plan. So ah, I don't think that's dialing no, data uh, plan, a phone though. unless it's using your Wi-Fi connection like uh, T-Mobile's doing that now. Or if you're doing Skype. Yeah, if you're doing, so you're doing Skype. Skype. Or you're so, doing WhatsApp and you're using the Wi-Fi to call. Right. So what, That's wild. So it's, yeah, it's capturing your packets, what are packets, it's whatever app is using the network, it sends out little bits of data. Mm-hmm. And so uh, packet capture is actually being able to look at that data, to capture it, to write it to disk, to save it, and then someone else could retrieve it later. So are the are, is that information being stored on your phone or is it being stored Typically, somewhere else? Typically, yeah, it'd be stored on your phone, like you're doing a capture and then you would retrieve that file maybe with the file relay service, you'd get that off of the phone. Now that... 
is just not right in my eyes. Well, not it, that I'm doing anything wrong. I've yeah. also been the guy that was A-OK with cameras everywhere. But for some reason, I have kind of the outlook, and I maybe the minority here, but I would say that I know that if the NSA can hack my phone and turn on my microphone or whatever, for some reason I'm okay with that because I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. But the fact that anybody can hack into my phone because of this baked-in software, that's scary. And you said it right. You would have to hack in. And this isn't just open you know, to the public, but these are features that Apple could remotely enable or maybe the NSA or the FBI or law mm. enforcement. Who knows uh, what it is? Uh, or how to enable it? Is it you know really just for diagnostic stuff? Because usually that's what you would use this kind of thing for. If you have if there's a, a problem, if you have an enterprise app yeah. or an app that's communicating. You want to see the low level details of what's going on with your app over the network. This is a great way to do that. But it's not really for developers because we don't. I don't have access to this. I don't know how to capture packets using this thing. So they can't come off and say it's a developer thing. But Apple did make a response. Surprisingly, welcome to the world of uh, Tim Cook. Usually they wouldn't even respond to these matters, but Apple did. And they say that the packet capture support is useful for troubleshooting and diagnosing issues with apps on the device as well as enterprise VPN connections. Ah, so they actually cop to it. Well, they... They don't, cop, that. they don't cop to the fact that it, you could get so much more. And I agree. Those are all valid uh, use cases, but what else? Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Does does They didn't actually say law enforcement no, does not have no. this capability. <laughs> no, no, they, they didn't they say said, that. They just the got NSA doesn't, and they say, we confirm that you can do this. You know what I'm thinking, you know, is you, what's the movie with Batman, The Dark Knight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember when he had all what? those monitors up and he's like monitoring oh, everybody with his cell phone? Oh, so he was using everybody's cell phone to like triangulate the, the Joker. That's what yeah. he did, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and then- uh, He was probably using the uh, Apple PCAP-D support <laughs> to make that happen. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so where does that leave your common user out there? I'm not going to get a new phone because of this because I figure I'm just boned anyways. I don't know. I, I don't think that iPhone is just limited to this, but this is a serious problem. And, and it's it makes me wonder, uh, why is it on the phone and can we please get rid of it? Okay. I think that's a fair that's, question. Very important that they, uh, if this is not needed or required, which I can tell you it's not, it's really just for diagnosing stuff, but, and, and maybe it's not running by default. And, and I think Apple's kind of alluded to the fact that you have to pair up your phone with your computer first. Yeah. But anybody could possibly do that. That's a scary but, part. So it, it is, you know. Um, you've done that, right? You've plugged in your oh, phone yeah. and it says, you, dude, you your computer, you, you trust this computer. Yeah, boom, it's boom, a two-way trust, go. right? Yeah. Your phone, you got to say, yes, I trust the laptop. Laptop say, yes, I trust this phone. Once you have that handshake, if you will, you're able to communicate and all that. But the, the question is, is that really part of it? Is there a way to hack that system so you don't need that two-way trust? Can they remotely enable this without ah. that trust factor? And it seems to me that all those questions are valid questions. We'll have to follow this story. Uh, I think we also all believe that we're in, live in a world where, you know, you want to see no evil, hear no evil, but there's clearly some sort of 
software or there are there is a government agency that uses this power regardless of uh, what we believe in and what we don't. And those are civil liberties that we would have to address in a larger form. But I, it's strange because in the past I'd be like, okay, just hack my phone. But if you if anyone can hack my phone, if they know my password and, and have a, a laptop, I'm not necessarily okay with that. I want the CIA or the Secret Service or the NSA to have whatever powers they'd like to, right? That's just my eyes. Yeah. But I want them to be the only ones that can do this. Yeah. Not just a guy that knows how to do this. Yeah, this is a bit scary to me, the fact that it's installed on every single iPhone and there doesn't seem to be any way to get rid of it. Um, So Apple's come back and said all these responses to that. To me, the the one I want to know about is the PCAP thing. They said the file relay... Uh, was uh, is separate from user generated backups, so it can't get to your backups. But it, it does not have access to all of the data on the device. They didn't go to say what, and it says it respects iOS data protection. Um, I don't know about this. It, it says Apple engineering uses file relay on internal devices to qualify customer configurations. Apple Care with user consent can also use this tool to gather relevant diagnostic data from users' devices. It sounds like this thing can serve up anything yeah. to me, like photos, uh, all your private data, contacts, address Scary. book, your name. So you wonder how secure this thing is. And the third feature, they talk about house arrest. They say that's for apps. Uh, and transferring documents, and I and I think I know what they're talking about there. That's the iTunes file sharing. Most people probably don't know about that, but some apps can register to use documents, and yes. then it's very awkward. It's always been poorly supported. I only know this because one of my apps, so White Noise, actually uses file share. You can drop files in and take files out okay. using iTunes. So. That's probably uh, not a big deal, but PCAP support, yeah, I'm a little worried there. You buy a computer, you buy a, a laptop, that kind of stuff isn't like enabled by default, you mm. know. And and the fact that this packet capture could be remotely started, Scott, that that's a concern. And you've always said that you should treat your phones like a little computer. Yeah, and, and if it, these by all means compu- it is a computer. If, but if these little computers now have uh, like a two way streak with Big Brother or this company, that's scary. Yeah, I mean, and now is you know, Snowden and all that and all these documents getting out about NSA doing this and that. I, I think we need to ask these questions. Yeah. Why Why is this Someone's got to ask them. Uh, why can't we get it removed uh, to, to, to better protect the device and my data? I would like it off my phone, please. Okay. Why can't we get rid of it? Fair points, fair um, questions. You know, Apple may have given these responses and then probably in the background has gone, all right, <laughs> all right, guys, we got to get this thing off. Next release. Well, we got a new update. Yeah, new update. update. It's kind of like, right it was kind of like the GPS data. Remember they were recording yep. your GPS for a year? Which was strange. It was cool to see though. Yeah. But then you're like, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, strange and some may say dangerous. You know, Comic-Con just broke in San Diego this past week. Yes. And uh, I think they've got every year they say record attendance this year. They say in the 130,000 range, uh, individuals going to Comic-Con in San Diego. What was cool outside of the big announcements and the big movies and all the appearances uh, for me was the fact that Oculus Rift continues to grow and give demos. You may wonder, well, why is Oculus Rift at Comic-Con? Well, one of the biggest industries for the Oculus Rift in the future that has a lot of potential is the gaming industry and the film industry. 
And what what Oculus Rift set up with was they teamed up with HBO. They let people experience a Game of Thrones type of Oculus Rift experience where you put the, the, the helmet on mm-hmm. and they allowed individuals to experience what it would be like to die falling off the wall in Game of Thrones. Oh, the big the big ice wall. The big ice wall. Yeah. Which uh, for Which my, was for, an epic battle. Yeah, for my money, you haven't watched that show. would be pretty wild. And then, yeah. too, they also um, allowed you to experience what it would be like if you were on, on the set or you were living within the world of Pacific Rim and you were placed inside a giant robot. So those two things are interesting simply because of the film industry experience, right? Mm-hmm. From the gaming side... Uh, I heard a good conversation on an- another uh, tech podcast, um, and I'll give them full credit. It was called Geek Time, and you can find it on actually uh, Sirius Satellite Radio, where they talked about the different experience from Oculus Rift and how killing a bad guy or or shooting someone or striking someone within a video game completely changes your perspective when you have that helmet on because when you do it, when you're playing, uh, let's say, in your living room, you have kind of a buffer between the 10 or 20 feet between you and your screen. When you have the Oculus Rift on and you shoot someone point blank in the head or you you stab them with a sword, the blood splashes onto what is virtually your face. You feel that visceral reaction. It sprays you with fake blood. It sprays you with f- fake blood. <laughs> no, it Big, doesn't. Or the screen, because most of it's these... It's just on the screen. On the, but the screen is in your face. Right. So the reaction between that you would have does it electrocute you or it just says I mean, how many senses they are we said plugged it's into disgusting here? at that point because it and one one of the young ladies said is disgusting the other guy said it's actually disturbing for him because he gets killing the bad guy but when you're killing the bad guy with this type of sensory overload mm-hmm. it really is different oh so you think maybe kids will stop committing crimes and murder because it's oh just i like, didn't even think about that i just thought that it would be cool to play one of these games and experience it for your, for yourself, now, not the killing, but just yeah. ge- the general experience. Well, you know, it's it, a lot of people think that uh, these kids are playing these video yeah. games are getting desensitized to, no, I don't think to it's blood. That. And is this just another layer of that? Look, I listened to rap music growing up. And when Tipper Gore went out of her way to put parental advisory on all the albums, that didn't change the fact that. You know, I still like listening to that music. I didn't join a gang. I didn't get an AK. I didn't say it was a good day. Yeah, but that's because you got you were brought up by good parents. Doesn't matter. I, I just you don't, you don't watch violence. On, I'm oh, I hate this. You don't watch something on TV and then say I'm going to go out these, and do it. You're t- I think you're trying to tell me that these things are like little young Dexter devices. <laughs> like they're, we're training hey, our youth. On the flip side, to, it to may, handle this, it may actually fulfill whatever yearnings they have. Yeah, or you know, maybe or or say, hey, I'm kind of into this. I want to try the real thing. The one knock on the Oculus Rift, uh, not that the, there's too many knocks, as Facebook uh, spent a buttload of money buying them before. They is that what Oculus them. Rift is trying to do? Like simulate death? This is no, like because everything you're talking about to is simulate death. Simulate the next entertainment experience, whether you're watching a movie or you're gaming. And mark my words, we'll be gaming with that thing on at a whole different know. level once they figure out how to do the move the control when i was out at twit tv leo lapore tried that thing on and he got so dizzy he got vertigo version he went, one man he went into his office and laid down one. for like 20 minutes he's like i couldn't handle it version one yeah i get that but it is disorienting that this technology prototypes. is disorienting think about the adult industry somebody mentioned that everybody talks about that yeah like you're living this second life but you're living it with this helmet on yeah right 
I know. There's a, pretty wild. There's a lot they'll of great make, potential for it. They'll make <laughs> they'll make their dollars back. I believe that. Well, yeah, the two billion they, that uh, Zuckerberg spent. I, I never thought they would. How much did he buy it for? I think it was two billion. Two billion. All these companies are just billions. 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 We need to sell a company for a billion. Yeah, I'd like to sell a company. Period. <laughs> Let's get, let's get started on that. Well, I think we are getting started on it. Let's, we got to create a billion-dollar idea. Well, anything's possible. If anybody Todd. has a billion-dollar idea, oh, email don't us. Do this. Oh, my email God. Us, no. And we're not going to give you anything Todd for it, Todd at Tamsoft.com. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not my email. It'll bounce. I swear to God, that'll bounce. I know. Jesus. <laughs> give your Gmail uh, email address. Please. Let's see how Please. you like that. Oscar at tech411show.com. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so that's Oculus Rift. I know you've got, <clears throat> and we've got limited time here, but I know you've got one more story. I've got one more I want to peek in as well. I really want to get into it, but I'll just glance over it. But uh, Beats just got sold to Apple. And out of the blue, Bose comes out and says, we've been building this this noise-canceling technology for the past 50 years. It was a shot heard across the tech world where Bose is now suing Beats for the noise-canceling technology. This is just the new trend where just like Oculus Rift is getting sued because Facebook bought them. Yes. It's like all of a sudden you get bought by some big company. Yeah. Or an and, American company. And now we're, we're going to go after yeah. you. It makes me sick because it's, it's like patent trolling, but these are real companies with real products yeah. right and so and bose by the way you could have sp- uh, spruced your headphones up in the last five years they look the same i know they don't they're have any old, good- like they're old man headphones now i have them trust me i right. know i don't think they have good designers anymore no, they used right? to they used yes. to yes they, they like, all came left out with- and went to apple or- right? that's why they're suing them <laughs> hired away uh, the other uh, quick announcement is Tesla finally announced a new small electric vehicle. They're not going to name it the Model E because that was taken uh, by Ford. They're so is the it Model T. The, <laughs> they're going to take the Model 3, which is almost kind the of three? a... 3? That was like an old-timey Ford, like Model Whoa, wait, T. What did Elon say? He said uh, that Ford took away the sex in Tesla. Yeah, because we have the Model S. We have the Model X. They took the Model E. No E. S-E-X. Yeah, they took the E, so they're... Thirty thousand range, um, a thirty thousand dollar. Oh, but the model. three is it's a backward Z. Yes. I didn't even put that together. Model three, three, it's a play. Three is a is backward E. Yes, I thought it was just like version three. No, it's model three. But it it's model three. But if you think about it, it's when the, it's kind of like how you spell. You just spell it backwards. Yeah. So, I mean, they're coming up. So I like Model e 3. Backwards. Auto Express reports that designed squarely to take on BMW's 3 Series. According to the report, oh, Tesla verified. Wait, does BMW own the, own the rights to 3 <laughs> no. now? 3 Series? The vehicle will be 20% smaller than the Model S and go more than 200 miles on a charge. The Model 3 will be unveiled and, uh, for the first time in 2016 with sales beginning the following year. So There's no way they're going to get that car down to 35 grand. No way. Starting at 35. Yeah. Those are words to live by. <laughs> 35 grand gets you the shell. Yeah, but they said it'll go 200 miles. 200 That's a miles. big battery pack. Yeah, that, but it's a smaller car. I mean, the battery the pack's car. probably like 15 grand. Yeah, I can see that. How are they going to make hey, money? I have a quick question about yeah. your Tesla. Somebody asked me this other day, uh, and for some reason I have, I'm your proxy. They said, hey, can you ask Todd when he thinks he's going to have to replace his batteries? Yeah. So how does that work exactly? They say officially, uh, Tesla does. What's their company line? They say after seven years, you are going to see the battery not be able to charge as much. Okay. So yeah, it does go down in mileage. Now, they're doing everything that they can to uh, extend the lifetime of, of the battery technology. 
They do a lot of stuff. For one, I just learned that you need By the to... way, I just glimpsed at your uh, watch. Yeah. Google watch. Yes. Looking looking sexy, man. Thank you. I just saw I'm like, oh. That's... Appreciate it. Yeah, it I'm, gives me uh, notifications, right? I'm a little you jealous. See? I didn't show you this yet? No, I this first time I've actually seen it uh, um, like at night and not in the middle of the day where uh, I can let's see, see it. I just got this. Came up on the watch. Ah. I've got messages. I've got emails that pop up. Pretty How many cool. steps I took today. Yeah, anyway. I, totally, I totally railroaded you. I'm sorry. sorry Back okay. to Tesla. Seven years. Battery. Yeah, they say it's going to go down. Um, how much? I don't know. Maybe 10, 20%. So it does wear up. But they do so much stuff to extend the battery life. So, for example, the best thing you can as a user, mm -hmm. and I just started to do this, usually you don't charge your battery all the way. Uh, you don't charge it to 100% unless you're going to take a long road trip. Okay. So I do that anytime I'm taking a long road trip. But just for my commute, I don't charge the battery to 100%. I go 80%. So that's like one of the best things you can do for the car to just extend the battery life. I didn't know that. Don't charge it all the way, especially if you're not, if you're, like my commute is two miles. You know, four miles round trip. I don't even need to be at 80. I could just go down to 50%. Oh, if you wanted to. Less and than I that. probably should. Uh, the most important thing as a user is not to drain your battery completely. Apparently, that's like the worst thing you can oh do to your battery to take it all the way to zero. Yes. So you never want to do that. You never. So those are the things you can do to extend the battery life. How long it'll last? I, I have no idea. No okay, idea. Okay, but for the dollar spent, and let's say in ten years you have to replace your batteries. Yeah, but that's what the, the thing. In ten years, cost? you know, if you can get a brand new car for ten grand or fifteen grand, and the car is going to be a Tesla, that's the way I look at it. So, yeah. so if you, the typical auto owner, can get a car to get last you ten years, and this way it's a little more common. Well, here's the thing. Uh, right now, the battery packs uh, are, are typically ten grand, twenty grand, thirty grand. You can't get the ten grand one anymore. That was the uh, the forty, the original forty, the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. the original forty. I don't even know it what you 40, call it. 65, 80. It was 40, 40 60, 80. 40, 60, 85. 85. Okay. Now, I have the 60. I have yes. the mid-range, which is now the low end because they don't sell the low end anymore. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's either 60 or 85. Mm -hmm. My 60 pack will will do 200 miles, 210 maybe. Okay. Uh, the, the 85 will do like two 260, somewhere around there. My point is to go from the 60 to the 85, it was an extra 10 grand. Okay. So, how much do these battery packs cost? Uh, 10, 20, 30 grand. Okay. Somewhere around there. So, you're looking so, at So, but you got to think every year this technology gets cheaper. The, they're building and a super factory. And by the time you get up to yeah. bat, they're going to have the Gigafactory and they're going to be like, I, hey, here you go. I'm sure it'd be like at least half of the price yeah. uh, for these batteries, especially with the, the new factory that they're putting in. And yeah, all the innovation is coming in through these these batteries. And so they're on top of it. Pretty damn smart. Um, so, yeah, it is a concern. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I mean, someone asked me. I'll, I'll, uh, you know, if I lose them. 30, 40 miles, Miles yeah. off my top end, it's not going to affect me because I'm just using it as a commuter car. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't go over 20 miles a day. So, uh, what's the furthest you've driven it down to your parents, right? To uh, your the lake, Lake Anna. Yeah, Lake Anna. So I had to charge it to get back. Okay. So when I got to the house we were renting, mm -hmm. um, I had to pull it in the garage, and I just, you can plug it into a regular 110 uh, or 120. A lot of people don't know that still. You know, and, and so that's all I did. And granted, it took two days to get a full <laughs> charge, but, you know, it was charged up. Hey, you got it. You know, right? I, ideally, you want to charge this thing with 240. And so in my garage, I put in a 240 volt. Like a washer dryer. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. a washer dryer or an RV plug. And, um, yeah, it charges really quick. Uh, you also have the superchargers out there. Mm. 
which can charge your battery to 80% in 30 minutes. Are you still turning heads when you're driving the thing around? Do you yeah, feel sometimes. that? This no, area is, it's not like when I first had it. There's a lot more Teslas running around. No, I like, have, I'll notice them. Like something awkward happened the other day. No, I, like, <laughs> please tell me. No, it's like I parked to get, to get some, uh, some food. Yeah. And some guy was like running across from the, the bus stop yelling at me, hey, hey. Oh. And I was just like, hi. Uh, do you recognize <laughs> me from Tech 411? It was just, no, I, I don't know what that was about. I assume it Did was Did he try car. to stop you? No, I just uh, What'd you say? I just said hi, and I walked into the restaurant. I, oh, it was so weird. <laughs> you didn't just, even give the time of day. No, it was really weird. Yeah, he probably. Like, I thought he was going to assault me. He wanted. To, oh, I would see that. He, but he wanted to ask you about your car, probably. I don't know what that was. I thought it was the car. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't get a lot of. Uh, I think there's a lot on the road now. You know, well, like this area. I get a lot of thumbs up. Like people are always like pointing and thumbs oh, up. Oh, so that's cool. Do Tesla? Have you ever driven by a Tesla owner? Because the Jeep community has this. Like, oh yeah, we give, yeah yeah. <laughs> you give the yeah yeah. Oh, well, we're doing? always like flashing each other, <laughs> waving. Hey, I'm saving the planet too. <laughs> nice move. You made yeah. the, you made the leap. You made the uh, plunge. Tesla people are nice. Pretty cool. All right. Um, let's get to the IBM story, then we can get to absolutely. Well, there's not much there except. Apple is teaming up with IBM to do enterprise, to expand the enterprise part of their iPhone. I think it sounds interesting when I was reading, I, you know, of course, in the enterprise, we're talking about bringing your iPhone to work. Yes. Uh, or having a work phone. Yeah, because uh, in 2008, if you had an iPhone and you used a BlackBerry, you would take that to your network administrator uh, and they would say, look, look, we don't F with iPhones. Yeah. That's for Black kids. Blackberry's the gold standard <laughs> yeah, of remember, enterprise security. That happened to me at CBS. They did that? kick rocks. Yeah. So now the iPhone is actually pretty good in the enterprise. They've done supporting the enterprise kind of goes against Apple's, I, I guess, design with culture. Or yeah, whatever. it was a it was kind of counterculture. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is. So, but that's right up IBM's alley. So they're actually going to partner, and IBM's going to come out with. They actually were quoted saying around a hundred apps. To help tailor different industries like retail, healthcare, banking, travel, transportation, more. So they're going to team up and make this even a better enterprise phone. Mm. Because you look at what is good out there in the enterprise. I mean, BlackBerry was it, but nobody uses BlackBerry more. They're yeah. dead, right? They're, they're dead. dead. So what do you use? Microsoft Windows Phone? No. Microsoft didn't make Windows Phone to be for the enterprise. You're right. That was Windows Mobile. That was yeah. the previous version. They scrapped all that. Yes. Doesn't so exist they're not anymore. even in the enterprise. Uh, Android. Uh, all over the place with Android. Yeah. And Samsung has some stuff. You know, there's no complete package Google's putting out for the enterprise. I've, so this you, is really a great opportunity for iPhone it's smart for to IBM become to say, the gold standard. Let's do this the right way. We've got this technology. You clearly have the hardware. Smart for what did you just for say? For IBM. Oh, IBM. Yeah. To I thought you up. said NSA. No, IBM. IBM. I've been saying NSA a lot tonight. Yeah, you have. Yeah, but IBM. You're yeah, worried about the NSA. Oh, no, I'm not. Come get me. I got nothing for you. You actually laugh and keep moving, moving along your way. Yeah, man. IBM, so they're good at that. They're good at the enterprise. They're that's, good at the cloud-based services. So. That's smart that they're getting into that quick, uh, quickly as far as uh, the cloud-based services because BlackBerry is kind of dead in the water, the market share is up for grabs is what you're saying, right? Just to clarify. Yeah, I mean, I and I think Apple kind of already has a stronghold in that just because, you know, everybody wanted an iPhone back then. And yeah. they came into work. They said, I don't care. You make yeah. it work. Yeah, very, so very true. It already has good support. But now with IBM teaming up, you're going to have that awesome services and apps cool. put on top of that enterprise layer. 
it should be interesting, and uh, I think it's I think it's really smart that Apple's doing that. All right, uh, it's time for apps of the week. You know, I'm gonna get some production made for that. Oh really? Yeah, yeah we, we need something. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna actually. We need a little jingle. If, if uh, well, you what are you doing after the show? You going back home? Yeah. Why? Uh, you want to get something to eat? Maybe a drink, and then we can come up with jingles. So yeah, I can we'll send talk out. about it. All right, that works. All right, so my app of the week is Swell, and you may wonder well, what's Swell. I was just put on to this uh, because we're working on a project with our friend Dominique Foxworth, and he said a friend of mine. I'm so happy you introduced me to him. Right. Your other best friend. What a nice guy. Yeah, great guy. We both think you're a genius. And, but, and uh, you know, Dominique's uh, side, that doesn't really come out uh, easily from him. Like, he doesn't, oh, really? he doesn't really. Wow. He doesn't really just give that out. Well, I am flattered. Um, so we sat here and started looking at different uh, apps. And then he had a guy in come in from Google that used to work at Google that was at Harvard. And he said, hey, have you seen Swell? Swell is or used to be the Pandora for talk radio. So like Pandora kind of takes your music taste and then they turn, they're like, okay, maybe you'll like this. So if you like Katy Perry, maybe you'll like Lady Gaga uh, for the channels for Pandora radio, the music. We've mm-hmm. all used that before. And what Swell was trying to do is take your talk radio habits, your public uh, news radio habits and talk radio habits. And they would say, oh, you like um, uh, This American Life. You're going to like Freakonomics. So is it podcasts or it was podcasts. broadcasts? It was, broad- broadcast. it was broadcasts and podcasts. So Broadcast because This American Life is from the public radio. Are they just a podcast now? Uh, or are they, they kind of retransmitted? Oh, this is huge. No. What? They left the, the broadcasting world they and did. went on their own, and now they're selling the content back to public radio. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> it does. So, oh, the, the old Michael Mara model. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. So they went out on their own wishing the best, uh, but Swell was this type of app. Swell made such an impact that Apple just bought them today. It was announced for $30 million. Not a billion? No. Not a billion dollars? $30 million. Apparently, it wasn't necessarily a software. That's a small price. How many people there? Like 10? How many it people? It doesn't were? say how many employees swell had what it does say is it was an app it was an app and you downloaded it i have it yes and i was using it this past weekend and i was like oh this isn't so bad um apparently the purchase of swell and the odds of it being my app of the weekend getting bought today uh you couldn't write if you'd like to is a move towards buying talent and we've talked about this in the past they're not buying the app itself to redo it they're actually going to shut it down uh, they said within the month they're actually buying it to buy the talent, the people that are have built Swell. They want to use what they've learned and what they've built and apply it to what they're doing in Apple. Hmm. So this acquisition of talent has gotten gotten pretty important. What do you Leslie. think Apple's up to? Are they going to do something with podcasting maybe? Ah, you would think so. Like, but hey, current- you like this podcast? We think you like this one too. Is that the angle or is it really just talent? Like I think you said. they're just going to bake it into the current Beats store where you're going to be allowed to do the same thing you do with podcasts that you do with the beat store uh, but that's music streaming yeah but they're going to stream podcasts too okay wouldn't that make sense but no they... one else is doing that as swell was now they're mm. not buying talent by the way how do you look at it that way talent is few and far between you're going through a talent search right now for different yeah, developers so hard is it worth sometimes if you're a big company like that just buying that company say, oh, yeah. and you're working with us oh yeah yeah oh yeah you have this startup company that's doing great. They've, they've got done a, it on their own in one way or another. They've got this great culture. they got these employees that are just work. I mean, finding people, and it's so rare, and I've had the opportunity to, to work in a group where it's just 
the things you can do together, it's almost like magic. Like there's nothing you couldn't accomplish. So it's almost like with a sports team, if you have the, the right captain, you've got everybody, the, all the right positions are filled by the right athletes, right. you could have a championship team. Yeah, and you're going to the Super Bowl. And that, that exists in cor- corporate world for sure oh, because wow. you have these teams of people and they could be small. Like uh, from my former company, we had like a team of – five developers i met that dream team once and yeah we had to blow off steam and happy hours all the time yeah but there's nothing we couldn't solve and it was the most amazing experience having that team and i just loved that i helped build that team and find that talent and bring them together and it's just so weird when it when everything just clicks man and people like I mean, everyone's got like their little quirk and yeah. But you, you know, learn to work together, types, and if your output is so much greater than any other team that's similar's output, you're going to win. It's just so I don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like whether we had egos or not, it didn't matter. Like yeah. we could just get in a room, whiteboard something, and and solve it better than the our closest competitor. That's priceless, and yeah. that's that winning football team that's yeah. going to get you to Super Bowl. You get you have those teams. Not all companies have them, but when you have them, man, yeah, that, that talent acquisition, that's worth something. Wow. All right, so $30 million, a low, uh, small price to pay for some talent. What was their revenue numbers? <laughs> I think they just launched like a year ago. You got their uh, most they, recent they, they, P&L? They, they weren't even selling, I don't, oh, okay. if I'm not mistaken. There wasn't ads on there either. They just just had so, they, and did they shut it down? They're going to shut it down within the month, it says. Apple loves to just shut things down. <laughs> it loves to buy things and shut them down. Pretty crazy. It is crazy. What's your app of the week, my friend? Well, as you know, um, I was used to be a big iPhone user for about six or seven years. I'm telling you, this Android bit's going to last a year. <laughs> we'll see what the iPhone 6 uh, looks like. Uh, that's the only thing that could bring me back. Yeah. Um, but... One of the things I loved about my iPhone was that Starbucks app. Oh, yeah. I was and wondering about that. You, you still getting free apps these days? Well, once a week, uh, you know, the Starbucks app would give you the free app. Yes. And I mean, Katie use it all the time. Um, so now I'm scrambling. I got to find something on the Android side. <laughs> and so I found it. And it's even better than iPhone. Oh, okay. Here we go. What yep. is it? It's called Amazon App Store. And you can install it even on a non-Amazon Android device. That's strange. I never thought that you'd actually want to pair the two together. But that does make well, sense. it's not totally easy. You have to follow the instructions on Amazon's website. Okay. You have to enable, you know, installing third-party so it's not app stores. So there's a little work involved to get the app. Yeah, it's, it's, you can't download it from the Play Store. Let's put it that way. Okay. And but so, you're downloading from the Amazon Store. So once you get the Amazon App Store installed, mm-hmm. you launch it, and they have the free app of the day and great apps. Okay. So every day, and White Noise actually was, was part of it one time. And I got like 200,000 downloads. So peop, this is what Jesus people Christ. use this app. Excuse me. Like you wouldn't believe. All right. And it's because they want to get that free app of what's the day. Your app, what's your uh, app? So today's app was seven games in one word game pack. And so totally free. You click on it. It's the first banner you see. Normally this app is a buck, but today for one day only it's free. Um, I, I downloaded uh, Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. yesterday. Free game. And that was like a $5 game. Cool. So you get a lot of wow. great free apps. So the app is called, though, Amazon Apps. Amazon App Store. App Store. Okay. So it's the same app store that you would get if you had a Kindle, and you a can, Kindle Fire. And you can download that on any Android device. Any Android device. You that can is install pretty cool. it to your phone. That might be there. So that's basically your gateway to free apps. It's your gateway to all kinds of free content, right. free stuff, free apps. And once you get installed, it's like it becomes part of your routine. You're like, oh, I wonder what the free app of the day is. So- 
you know, Starbucks was free app of the week. Yeah. You had one a week. Uh, app Store does that as well. But with Amazon, you get one every day. Okay. So if you keep me score at home, my app is getting shut down, and Todd's is just going to get you <laughs> 10 million free apps. So you're big winner, Todd yeah, Moore. Thank you. Thank Amazon you. Amazon App Store downloaded today for your Android device. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, any plugs? By the way, uh, Compulsive doing big things. Big things. What I do played you mean? it this past week, and whatever you got going on, latest update. I got the biggest score I've ever gotten in my life. I'm actually uh, on my worldwide leaderboard of friends. Uh-huh. I'm beating you. Because I haven't gotten a notification that you're beating me yet, so I was excited about that. Um, I just I got back into compulsive, and yeah, and I don't did. I don't know what features you had, but I've been playing. Well, uh, well, I don't know. Probably the last time you played was three years ago. No, yeah. I, I I play Duck Run and compulsive before I go to bed on a regular basis. Do you really? Yes, that's awesome. So and Shannon hates it because she's like, it's so bright. I'm like, there's only thing uh, that <laughs> shuts off my brain. But I will say that the experience in Compulsive, I've always known about the arcade mode. I got a, a fantastic achievement. Whatever it was, right. I just remember it was like a slot machine. I was like, ding, 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 oh, ding, 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 ding. probably got like overdose or yeah, something. Yeah, so it was yeah. so cool. I was like, yes. I actually posted it to my Facebook page. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw that. Thank yeah. you. And then so, I called you and said, thank you for playing. <laughs> I played every night. I just don't get a great <laughs> score. But uh, yeah, a lot of those oh, games are a lot of fun. We are working around the clock on a huge Compulsive update. Oh, cool. So Compulsive's getting featured. Uh, as is white noise this week uh so i've been scrambling to get white noise for android updated if you're a beta user uh, i'll probably push that update out tomorrow for you to test for a day but basically i'm adding recording feature to white to white noise for this week so you'll be able to record and loop your own sounds and then compulsive I worked all weekend on this. I'm, I'm adding power-ups. Oh, cool. So there's going to be all these really... It's going to add a whole new level to the game, a whole new dimension where you can use these cool, cool power-ups and get an even higher score. You think you get a high score now. Wait till you oh, try I these power I was already powering up. I was like, this is interesting. No, this I is, can't wait. This is all coming out in the next couple weeks. Okay. Um, Android, you're going to get it quicker just because there's no review process. So I'm hoping Compulsive 3.0... Uh, by the time you hear this, I'm hoping that it's in the Android store. Cool. Well, congratulations. Looking forward to those updates again. It's an update to White Noise and Compulsive on the Android, right? Yes. When does iOS go up? You're forgetting us now. After this week, probably like two weeks. <laughs> all right. To within sight for all the platforms, all the major platforms. Yeah. Coming okay. soon, man. This is going to be uh, this is going to be a, next two weeks. going to be incredibly busy. Cool. And it's at Todd Moore on Twitter. Yes. Uh, the only thing I have to plug is uh, the apps from Free App Company. We've got the Michael Mara Show, Big O and Dukes. The Michael Mara Show app, uh, if you haven't downloaded, you should download it today. We've got Tech 411 on there as well. Download them, give them a nice review. And um, at Oscar Radio on Twitter, just crested over, I think, am I at 8,500 almost? Oh, nice. It's coming together. Um, Regardless, there's content we put up there, so check that out. And if you are downloading this anywhere else, make sure you take the time to get it on iTunes, subscribe, and give us a nice five-star review. That's how people discover the program. Absolutely. And that's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.